0: It's time to get down to business on the weekend's number one business program. Known as the king of networking, your host, Shalom Klein, has worked with thousands of entrepreneurs and created countless jobs. So, to success, let's get down to business.
1: And indeed, we are all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. In business, we talk all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. So let's jump right into it. You can always get on my website, shalomkline.com. While you are there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. I am so excited for this conversation. A uh, local Chicagoan um, and Nicole DeJuris joins me. And uh, Nicole, I am so excited to talk about your business, talk about um packaging, uh which is something that's uh that's certainly very timely as everybody's getting their Christmas packages and and gifts and everything. But a lot of people don't think sort of behind the box, if you will. But Nicole, welcome to the program. I love to get to, to know the person behind the microphone. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about yourself?
2: Sure. Uh first of all, thanks Shalom for having me on your show. I really appreciate uh the opportunity. And yeah uh, my name is nicole de i'm the owner of pinnacle packaging we're located in lombard illinois the company's been around for over 20 years my brother founded the company uh, and when he passed away approximately two and a half years ago um, i couldn't imagine the organization being dissolved so i took over ownership and we were located in bucktown for a long long time around 15 years but i did move uh, the corporate office to lombard Uh, In the past, right before COVID, so, (laughs) um, which makes more sense. I live out in the western suburbs, um, and, you know, my brother lived in the city. So logistically, it makes more sense. Um, You know, our main business is packaging, uh, meaning we sell corrugated boxes, stretch wrap, tape, and other ancillary items related to shipping products. Uh, It is really important right now. Um, This is high holiday season. In fact, with packaging, if you don't know what your packaging needs are in July, you're going to have a hard time getting what you need as we move into fourth quarter. No
1: question about it. Again, I'm chatting with Nicole Dejars from uh, Pinnacle Packaging and and certainly something very, very timely. And again, a lot of people are just excited to receive those packages at their doorstep, but often don't know much about the materials and and um, and Nicole, I would be remiss if I didn't talk to you about supply chain uh, disruptions because that's certainly something that's very very much um, you know you can't open up a newspaper or or go online without seeing something about it. So what's happening in your field concerning the supply chain disruptions?
2: Oh, absolutely! You are right on target with that. Supply chain definitely affects the packaging industry. We saw that immediately. Uh, back in the early days of COVID, uh, because, you know, one, uh, consumer buying habits changed. I mean, we couldn't go out to the stores, we couldn't shop, we couldn't be in public, and therefore had to rely on our household goods and immediate needs being delivered via some type of packaging and delivery service. Um, so, what we've seen uh, is an increase in demand like we've never seen in the industry. And on the flip side of that, um, with the shortage of labor, you know, due to illness and um, all the changes that have been happening in the economy since COVID hit, uh, there aren't enough people, um, for one, to produce what's needed to create the packaging. And that covers uh, paper, corrugated boxes, paper uh, and plastics um, and also adhesives. So, if you think about the three basic uh, items in packaging, that would be boxes, plastics for bags. Uh, your items, when you order from Amazon, often come in a plastic poly bag, is what we call it, stretch wrap, um, and tape. Tape is a huge thing. So, uh, you know, the, these are things we often don't think of when we're ordering online from our favorite retailer, is that, you know, packaging is really you know, on the the back office type of um uh product, you know, we don't think like, oh, gosh, well, packaging is first and foremost on our mind. No, our sweater that we're purchasing is first and foremost on our mind or that piece of furniture we're buying. But that piece of furniture or that sweater we're ordering has to be delivered in something or it gets ruined. It has to be protected. So that's where packaging comes in. We've okay. certainly seen disruptions, uh, have seen disruptions in that supply chain. Um, you know, where especially in the holiday season, the raw materials to make these items are on allocation. So you may have heard that in the news. Items are being put on allocation. Raw materials are being put on allocation. What that means is there's only so much of the supplies and raw materials to make packaging available, and it can't keep up with the demand,
1: they can't keep up with the demand, and again, as you said, that's these are things that um, many folks don't think about day-to-day until they absolutely need it, and I know that the, your team at Pinnacle is certainly involved in uh, ensuring that you know exactly what the right materials that are required for that sweater or for that TV or whatever the case may be, so I'm not expecting our listeners to be an expert at the end of our conversation with Nicole Jures from uh, Pinnacle Packaging, but... Um, I'm hoping that we can demystify some of the uh, some of the packaging uh, sort of behind the scenes sort of things that happen over here. So real briefly, what kind of tips can you give uh, your clients or some of our listeners about using different packaging materials? What should somebody know maybe going into this holiday season?
2: Well, sure. Um, One big tip is that it's okay to move away from using plastics to protect uh, the items that are being shipped. What we're seeing and um, you and your listeners may have noticed this, anything that they're buying from the big retailers or their favorite retailers are coming uh, mostly in, packaged in paper types of uh, protective materials. Boxes have always been around, we're still gonna see that. Um, But what a lot of the retailers are moving away from is uh, relying on plastics so much? One, there's an environmental factor uh, for that. A lot of companies are becoming more aware of how plastics affect the ecosystem. And two, they're harder to get. Plastics, um, the raw materials for plastics, comes from the petroleum industry. And you know, the petroleum industry took a big hit not only with um, COVID, but also you know, if you remember the storms blowing through Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, in uh, earlier this year, and that sort of shut down the, <laughs> the industry. Well, if you think of industries like that, it, it, it takes a long time to get back online and get back um, running to the same levels that it was previously. Uh, so there is a big trend um, that we're seeing in that companies are moving away from relying on plastic so much and moving over to paper materials. Paper materials can work just as well uh, to protect items being shipped from the weather. Um, so plastics I think have a you know better reputation for protecting items from weather uh, related issues and shipping, but but papers working just as well. You just have to find the right materials and you know speak with your packaging expert on what would work best.
1: I love it. And again, I'm chatting with Nicole DeJuris, the president of Pinnacle Packaging in Lombard, Illinois. Um, Nicole, uh, really enjoying our conversation. I know that you served as the company's corporate accountant for several years. Um, and took over ownership from your, uh, loved late brother, uh, Chris, who passed away in 2019. And certainly you've been, uh, overseeing and spearheading the, uh, the growth, the operations. Uh, and I know that you are super involved in community and perhaps we'll have to leave that for another conversation, but certainly, uh, business that's all about community is certainly very important. I want to spend the last minute that we have, um, before, of course, getting our listeners in touch with it. So you said the packaging experts at kind of call, um, talking about sustainability and you sort of just touched on it when talking about getting rid of the plastics and, And moving into some other uh, options. Uh, Can you just briefly explain why you're so interested in, so passionate about providing sustainable options for your clients' packaging needs? And again, what kinds of choices are out there? And uh, then we'll uh, wrap that up with uh, getting people in touch with you.
2: Sure. This is a great opportunity to discuss the whole life cycle of paper and boxes. First of all, I want to say recycle your boxes and paper material. It's very important to do that because. The paper industries and the box industries use those recycled materials to make new boxes. The life cycle of a box is about seven times. It can the paper that is used in the pulp or the wood pulp used to make a box can be used um, to make a box about seven times until uh, it has to, you know, be recycled and put into um, a landfill forever and ever. So very important that you just don't throw those boxes out in the garbage. It is used in production of new boxes. How that helps the environment? Well, in a lot of ways, we're not cutting down new trees. We're not using a lot of resources uh, to manufacture new items. So uh, remember, recycle your paper materials.
1: That's great advice and that's uh, perhaps one of the most important things that you can do during the holiday season. Nicole, I've learned a lot from you and I can't wait for our next conversation, but how can we get in touch with you and your team?
2: Sure. You can reach out to me by going to my website. That's PinnaclePackaging.net or um, 773-235-6060.
1: PinnaclePackaging.net. I've learned so much about packaging. And if uh, you remember one thing, it's about recycle. And uh, hopefully you've learned a little something about those packages that are arriving at your doorstep. And to all of our listeners, obviously, we wish you, hope you had a great Thanksgiving and uh, wish you a very, very wonderful uh, holiday season. Um, but thanks, Nicole DeJores, for joining us. Um, we will squeeze in a very quick break here and get down to business. when we return, more small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Don't touch that at all. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. So I am thrilled to be joined by a fellow podcast host as well as real estate expert, um, Chris Craddock, who is a nationally certified life coach and leadership and one of the top real estate professionals in the world. That's right. He to 65 deals a month, and Chris is the host of the Uncommon Real Estate Podcast, Realtor and Entrepreneur. So let's jump right into it. Chris, thank you so much for joining us on the air. Hey, I'm so happy to be here with you. Thanks for inviting me. Absolutely. it's uh, it, This is a, uh, uh, a, an important time of year where many folks are starting to wrap up things. We were just talking offline about, you know, how, how everybody's running and gunning and running a million miles a minute. But the reality is that you can still put so much into wrapping up your year and ending it with a bang. And I know that that's what you and your many companies um, are doing. So, Chris, if you don't mind, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself. Demystify the man behind the microphone.
3: Yeah, yeah. So, so my whole story. I'll try to keep it really quick. Um, I I graduated from college in 2000. Um, Went on staff with an organization called Young Life Love Ministry. love that that stuff. My life was changed there. Uh, but I made $20,000 $20 to twenty five thousand dollars a year at, at the most. And that's when uh, my wife got pregnant, and so I needed to do something to make make ends meet in the DC area here. And so I started flipping houses. I made a bunch of money in that and, uh, doing to a do ministry because I was able to fund my life for a number of years. Um, always led large teams. I actually went back to school, got a doctorate in leadership. Um, so love leading people. Um, you know, I love Zig Ziglar. You can have everything you want in life. If you help enough other people get what they want in life. And so, um, with that, uh, in 2011, I've got six kids. So my money started running out again. Anybody that has kids understands that really fast. And, uh, Um, so i started flipping houses again and um at that point it was after the crash so i was doing a lot of short sales well the banks were paying licensed agents commissions for short sales so i just got licensed and then somehow came across gary keller's book the millionaire real estate agent started building a team in uh december 2014 we built a team uh really really quickly and then from there um now i have 11 other businesses and 11 other streams of income you know i love the phrase vertical integrations you know, all these different pieces where, um, you know, we're already, you know, working with people. So why not start other verticals um, that make sense, you know, get paid five times on the same transaction.
1: Love it. Again, I'm chatting with Chris Craddock, the, uh, the host of the Uncommon Real Estate uh, platform and uh, podcast host. And uh, as, uh, as Chris just said, uh, 11 different streams of income Um, but six beautiful children. I believe that's still the right number Um, and been married for uh, over 21 years. So clearly juggling a busy entrepreneurial life and uh, family life. And uh, he's proven um, that it is indeed possible. So you've coined a term of Mindsets to a Million, how to grow to a $100 million real estate sales team in less than five years. And Chris, our listeners surely are listening and wondering, man, I need to learn from this guy. So you've sort of stumbled on this world of, uh, of, of real estate, but it sounds like it's been a mindset for you. So, I mean, for all of our listeners that might be in different industries, what should, what's that one lesson that you've learned in entrepreneurship that you want our listeners to put into practice really over the coming months so they could wrap up 2021 with a bang? Oh my gosh. It's hard to boil down to one. I, I would just say this out
3: of everything that has allowed me to level up. I mean, it took, um, you know, it, it took us, what, five years before we were we were able to gross a million. You know, Gary Keller says, think a million, uh, gross a million, net a million, and then give a million, which, you know, being philanthropic is really important to me as well. I think leaving a legacy on this earth is really important. Um, but it took us uh, two years to gross a million. It took us um, almost five years to to net a million. Um, but I think as I look at it, the reason why we were able to shorten the learning curve was because I was able to build relationships with people that helped me think bigger, faster, um, instead of trying to figure it out all on my own. The the more I try to figure stuff out on my own, it just, I'll, I'll figure it all out. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm a smart enough guy. I'll figure it out. But man, if I can compress, as Tony Robbins says, compress the decades to days by getting those people in your life that will help you see around corners faster, not make mistakes faster. Um, It's really important to just reach out to the people that you like their vibe and like get in relationship with them, pay for coaches, pay for masterminds, just get
1: in the world with people that are going to force you to think bigger faster. Uh, You just distilled it all into, into that one, uh, I mean, uh, lifelong learning. And I know that that's something you and I have in common and that's great. So real estate. I want to talk about real estate because uh, many folks that uh, are readers of whether it's the Wall Street Journal, turn on the turn on the news, turn on CNBC, whatever the case may be, um, they're seeing about you know real estate boom. Um, they're seeing like crazy sky high prices. You've learned a lot about real estate. I mean, Chris, you're you're the subject matter expert over here. What demystify what's going on behind the scenes of the real estate market, and 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 what should we know, and what what are your forecasts for the next few years? Yeah, on my TikTok and on my uh, Instagram, I talk about uh, what, what I
3: see coming all the time. You know, what are the economic indicators? Here's the deal I think, um, I, I believe that we are in for a strong market in the future, right? What happened in the last year is our government started printing money like crazy, right? 30, 30, 30 of every $100 were printed in the last 12 months. Which means we have massive inflation that, that is happening. We know 6% inflation is what's predicted next year. Well, when there's inflation, what happens is the dollar becomes a melting ice cube and people run towards hard assets. All of the institutional money are running towards gold, silver, real estate, even cryptocurrency, right? So, um, people are running to real estate there. So it's pushing, you know, supply and demand as there's less supply and more demand, price goes up. Second thing is, um, before 2008, builders for decades were building about 5 million houses a year after 2008 because one they went out of business they went bankrupt um you know it was harder to get money and just frankly they were shell-shocked um we've been looking over the last decade that builders have been building about 1 million houses a year um, for decades so literally 20 percent of what they've been building for decades so second we have less supply when it comes to to houses that are coming on the market Third, interest rates are so low, so freaking low, my retail real estate team we we help people buy and sell, but because the real estate uh, interest rates are so low, we're seeing people buy their next house and not have to sell their last house at record rates. Right? They're holding on to them as rentals, which is smart. Right? In real estate, you know, you don't want to be transaction based. You want to build wealth, and wealth is through holding assets. Right? But with that, we're seeing that less people are selling and more people are renting, which again is creating less supply. And as supply is less, right? Like if you're in the desert, you'll pay anything for a, a bottle of water if you're in a grocery store, you'll pay 25 cents for a bottle of water, right? So as as there's less supply, the prices are getting jacked up and pushed up. So all, all that to say, and there's so much more, but I know we don't have much time. All that to say, the real estate market for the near future is really
1: strong. And I'm personally, I'm buying two houses in the next 30 days because that's where I'm putting my money. I love it. I'm chatting with Chris Gregg, the uh, nationally certified life coach and leadership, one of the top real estate professionals in the world, as you just said. Closing uh, closing these deals just literally over the next few days and so not slowing down too much um, before the uh, before the end of the year. And we've been chatting about how you too can uh, can really uh, put uh, things in place, whether you're in real estate or whether you're in any other line of line of work. And we've been chatting about entrepreneurship, chatting a little bit about real estate too. Um, so uh, real quick before we uh, run out of time, and I do want to make sure our listeners know how to get in touch with you. Tell us a little bit about your team, your company and, um, and what you do and, um, and, and why our listeners should get in touch with you. Yeah. I help people build wealth through
3: real estate and that's through working with investors. That's through, um, you know, real estate, you know, our, our agent business. And, uh, anybody can find me on, uh, on TikTok, just Chris Craddock official on Instagram at Craddock an old cheesy high school nickname, not my last name, but a cheesy high school nickname, C R A D D R O C K. Um, I also have my, my webpage. If you are a real estate investor and you're bringing in direct to seller leads, I have a coaching platform, REI Revive. You can just go to my webpage, chriscraddock.com. Just my name, C-H-R-I-S, C-R-A-D-D-O-C-K.com. And honestly, if you are a real estate agent and an investor, um, I know the average podcast listener listens to seven podcasts. Keep listening to this one. I'd love to be one of your other seven, and it's called Uncommon Real Estate. We also have a Facebook group, Uncommon Real Estate, where we uh, we talk about how agents need to be bigger than their next transaction, but actually learn how to build wealth.
1: I love it, and um, you know, Chris, you're you're the master of uh, distilling everything into those uh, into those short uh, lessons, which explains why you're such a uh, hit on uh, TikTok and all these other platforms. So. In uh, 30 seconds or less, can you tell our listeners what's that one goal that you have of how you're going to continue to develop and grow personally? Uh, Chris Craddock, um, what are you doing what are what's, what's your New Year's resolution? New Year's resolution
3: is I am working. My, my go-to has always been to grow. You need to work harder. And I heard Gary Keller once say this. That uh, if you just work harder to get better, you're cheating. You need to be able to work smarter, right? And so we have been growing like crazy. I, I believe you can ten x your business by working harder. I believe you you, you can't hundred x your business unless you work smarter. So I'm bringing new coaches in. I'm reaching out to uh, people with with a net worth that's you know ten times my net worth, Love so it. that I can have them
1: teach me how to think bigger. I've been chatting with the Chris Craddock and uh, can't wait to uh, tune into your podcast and subscribe. Uh, be sure to rate, review, and share. Uh, quick break here and get down to business. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show, on a lot small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Get in touch with our amazing sponsors, Tom Maribali from healthplanchicago.com. Um, He is awesome, and he can help you with all of your Affordable Care Act health insurance needs um, as you wrap up this uh, this busy, busy, crazy year that has been 2021. Check out his website, healthplanchicago.com. And speaking of websites, get in touch with me through my website, shellincline.com, and subscribe, rate, review, and share this podcast get down to business. Um, It certainly makes it easier for others to find out about all of the amazing guests that we've had on the program. So we are wrapping up 2021. Great show. And the theme today is content. We've been chatting about content. When we come back after, uh, after the break, we're going to uh, talk to a YouTube uh, superstar. Um, but now is really a good time to start developing content for your small business. Um, so you can experience some success, make some real money in this new year. Uh, that's right around the corner. Many people choose blogging as a professional career and some make a decent income doing it. Um, many newcomers consider blogging to be their professional career. They don't actually know how to actually start making money. Um however, if you do want to start a blog and um, and you're willing to do the work, then you can definitely use it as a way to uh, to develop traffic for your uh, small business. so, definitely consider blogging or vlogging, which we'll talk about more later in the program. Um, vlogging would be developing some video content, which basically shows that you are the subject matter expert in your line of work. So that's the most important bit of advice that I have for you is before you decide to start sharing advice with the world, make sure you know what advice you want to share. You don't want to be the one that's talking a little bit about fashion, as well as talking about education and talking about sports, technology, and marketing and news, um, then you're just going to be sort of all over the place. And keep in mind that if you're going to choose a competitive niche, then it's going to be really difficult for you to rank on some search engines ahead of your peers. Um, So again, I mentioned some of the more common categories, but if you are smart about it, I would recommend uh, choose a, a really awesome brand name for your blog. Blogging is a real opportunity for you to develop your expertise and come up with a professional, maybe even a creative name. good name could attract the audience to read your blog, watch your videos, listen to your content when the name is discussed. Once you've selected the niche, you should focus on choosing the best name that fits your niche and attracts the attention of the user. Again, remember that the name that you select, whether it's for your uh, podcast, your videos, or for your articles... Should be unique and interesting. You probably don't just want to call it um, Shalom's Finance Blog because you're probably not going to get that many people that will, that will check it out via domain and hosting. The domain is the name used by users, search engines to recognize and access um, that, that content. While hosting is the server on which all of your files are stored. There's thousands of domain registrars and website hosting companies. For example, my website is shalomkline.com. That was one of the first things I wanted to do is when I started this, uh, this radio program and started sharing, I want to make sure that it's easy for people to find my, uh, my content and my information. Speaking of content, have you ever heard of a content management system a CMS? Um, that's the uh, program that you're going to use to actually upload the information. Um, if you're again uh, podcasting, there's some great podcast tools that are out there. Um, and I highly recommend uh, using a platform like an anchor, um, which will distribute your content throughout the podcast um, world. But if you're going to blog, um, WordPress is probably the most commonly used content management system, aka CMS. WordPress is uh, one of the best options for making your blog because it provides the themes, the plugins that helps you develop and launch your site quickly. Besides, you can even change the colors of your blog, header, footer, add the posts to uh, to WordPress quickly and very easily. So if you're a purple guy, then you probably can have your background and your themes uh, look very purple. Um, But uh, regardless, again, if your theme, make sure that you are using a professional platform because you want to put your best foot forward. Customize your blog. Definitely, again, you want to make sure that it matches your messaging. Um, and the content that you're putting out there and choose a content strategy. I know we're going to talk about this later in the program with our next guest, but we're, um, it is important to be consistent and make sure if you are promising your readers, your listeners, your viewers um, uh, informative content, maybe you want to uh, provide that content weekly, monthly, whatever the case may be, um, make sure you are optimizing your content and sharing it via your social media channels. You won't regret it. The last thing that I want to share is uh, talking about search engine optimization. you ever heard of SEO? Um, Search engine optimization is something that we've talked about frequently on this program in the past. And there's a lot of things that you can do, including uh, encouraging some other blogs and some other YouTubers and podcasters to share your information as well. These are tools that will help you to the top results on the search engine results page. As bottom line, you want to make sure that for the content that you're producing, when somebody Googles that title, Googles that category, that they are finding you and not one of your competitors. So again, regardless of what line of work you're in, I would highly recommend use these last few weeks in 2021 to get ahead. Get ahead of your competition. Make sure you're branding yourself as the subject matter expert so people are finding your information, whether it's in finance, fashion, um, or technology or media. And, um, and, and finding out about all of the valuable information that you have for your listeners and fans, you won't regret it. If you need any more advice on that, I'm going to post some more tips on my website at And of course, we'll continue this conversation over the coming weeks here on the show, all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. As I said, get in touch with our sponsors, Tom Narabali from healthclunchcagor.com. Get on my website, Shalomcline.com. But speaking of content, when we come back, I'm going to be chatting with Audrey Johnson, who is a YouTube expert. We'll have that conversation when we return in just a moment, so don't touch that dial. Welcome back to the show. Let's like call you Jobs and Entrepreneurship. I am so excited for this conversation. I've been following my next guest for a, uh, for a little while and very, very passionate about what he is passionate about, and I'm uh, joined by Augie Johnson, who is a 35-year-old ex-YouTuber, We're going to talk about that, former professional basketball player turned entrepreneur. And uh, most importantly, uh, again, he is an entrepreneur. So, Augie, welcome to the program.
4: Hey, thanks for having me on. I'm excited to be here. Oh,
1: so excited to have you. So um, you have had a couple of careers in your short life so far. (laughs) Um, And uh, I want to talk about uh, about media because that's something that uh, regardless of COVID restrictions, regardless of where somebody might be, um everybody's all about branding, whatever line of work you're in, it's all about branding and making sure that you're getting your message out there. so Augie, uh, tell our listeners a little bit about yourself, and uh then we'll jump in some tips and advice for uh, for everybody tuning in.
4: yeah, sure. So about in uh two thousand nine, I moved to europe to to play basketball kind of semi professionally I mean I was getting paid, but it wasn't much you know I was a small college basketball player, so while I was out there, I was just kind of on the hunt for ways to make money and and I was online, you know, because I couldn't really get a job. I was in season playing. And and so I did that Google search that so many people do, which is how to make money online. And and I ran across a whole bunch of different things. It was a, it was a rabbit hole, really, right, of, of time wasted and money's wasted. But eventually, um, I saw a pathway to, you know, create a business online um, through creating YouTube content. So that's what I did. And that's why you mentioned I was the ex YouTuber. I started creating a uh, basketball training YouTube videos and I did it with the end in mind, meaning um, I created a whole business behind it. I, in, in every single video at the end of the video, I would ask people, hey, if you want a complete training workout, you know, then click the link, uh, head over to my website. And so when they did that, uh, I was able to build a lead. So we would build a, a lead off that. And so basically what I used YouTube for was a, a traffic source to get eyeballs on me and, and build an audience. And then, um, by claiming their email address through the the free link, we were able to build an email list of about 50,000 subscribers. Um, I built that up and, and created products, sold products there, uh, to that email list. And just to kind of close it out throughout that, through that whole thing, I realized, wow, there's this need for editing for YouTubers. So that's where, um, I decided to try to solve that. And that kind of led me to my my latest venture, which is called VidChops, where we are a video editing service for YouTubers.
1: I love it. And we're going to chat more about it. But um, Augie, your, you're, t- you're touching on um, all of these important things that I know our listeners have a lot of questions about. And that's about using YouTube to, uh, to build leads. And um, I say this to anybody who is willing to listen, that when you search somebody One of the first results is going to be some of the YouTube links and the reality is that people's attention span is so short these days and uh, everybody's looking for then those videos of how to do this, but also to learn about you, your business, whatever the case may be. So, I mean, the most important question that I have for you, and if, uh, if our listeners remember nothing else from this conversation, Augie, why should people create video content?
4: Yeah, it's kind of a no brainer these days. It's low barrier to entry. All you need is a phone you can jump in front of it, deliver your message. And if you think about it, you know, people connect with people. So if you want to connect with people on a scalable one-to-one basis, that's also evergreen, then creating YouTube content is a great way to do it. And and I'll I'll kind of break down what I said is scalable, meaning that you don't have to get on calls with people and be one-to-one, right? These are video content. It's evergreen, meaning that it lives on the platform and you could rank number one for the search term, um, Oh, I don't know how to get more traffic. I'm just trying to relate this to some some business or how to, I don't know, get more leads. You could rank number one your video for that, and for years, people are going to be coming to your video. They're going to be face to face with you, and they're going to have search intent, right? So this is not just somebody scrolling mindlessly on Facebook and seeing your ad and clicking on it. This is somebody with intent searching how to get more leads. So. If you're the one that delivers the value and helps them solve that problem on how to get more leads, they're going to um, build trust with you. They're going to want to s- learn more from you, and that's basically um, the selling point. All the, all those reasons right there. I hope that's that's enough right there to, to it, yeah get with someone Boggy excited.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm Foggy <chatting laughs> yeah. Johnson, the uh, the uh, the founder of, uh, of Vid Shops, uh, which we're going to talk some more about, and I'll just. Uh, break this down for our listeners. I will tell you that some of the content, some of the interviews that I've had that I thought no way in a million years would it be popular. It's, it's usually the content that people are searching for. People are looking for all sorts of random, uh, conversations with random people. And, and, you know, it is possible for sure. And, um, definitely getting started on YouTube is, or just video in general is, is certainly very, very easy. Um, I, I have to ask you before we go to a quick break. How can people come up with topics? I mean uh, it, it, I know you're you you can stand in front of a you in front of a camera and, and broadcast on on YouTube till you're blue in the face, but for those that are listening and you think you're just an accountant or just a lawyer, how do you actually come up with content that can go viral
4: yeah it's it all comes down to marketing 101, right? Who is your customer avatar? who is your dream client um and and really defining that and then defining their problems, their fears, their desires. And those are all video topics right there. You know, what's, what's one of their biggest problems? Make a video on how to solve that. Um, what's one of their biggest desires? Well, make a video to help them achieve that. What's some of their biggest fears? Well, make some videos that helps them get over that. And you can really jump right onto YouTube, do a little search for, you know, how to blank, whatever your industry stuff in your industry. And you'll come up with topics just through the auto suggestion there.
1: I love it and when we come back after this very quick break we're going to talk about how to get people to actually watch those videos in youtube and how to actually grow on youtube well some tips uh about speaking on camera and of course we will chat about the uh the awesome new platform called vid shops uh which is this video creators influencers and digital marketers by uh essentially carrying out the hard work of editing their videos we'll talk about that chatting with augie johnson the uh the founder of Vidshops. shops and uh, just YouTube phenomenon overall. Get on my website, shellincline.com. That's where you can download podcasts from the past eight plus years. The show is all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. And be sure to subscribe, rate, review, and share on uh, this podcast, Get Down to Business, wherever your favorite podcasts are found. We'll be right back. The show all about small business, jobs, and entrepreneurship. All right, we're back, guys. so that's the by Augie Johnson, a 35-year-old ex-YouTuber, former professional basketball player, turned entrepreneur. As I said earlier, he's currently making waves in the video editing industry as a result of his promising new startup called VidShops. We've been chatting about uh, creating YouTube content. So uh, we were just talking about how uh, to come up with content on YouTube. But now that you've come up with the content, how do you actually get people to, uh, to watch your videos, Augie?
4: Yeah, well, you got to kind of understand a little bit about the YouTube algorithm, which it's not all that complicated. People spend way too much time diving into it. But really, it comes down to this. You want to create a video that has a clickable thumbnail, a clickable topic or a clickable title and a good topic. So those are the three things. You want to have a high what's called click through rate, CTR. So that's why people spend time on creating those little thumbnail images on YouTube that we've all seen, right? It looks like people put a lot of effort into those and they do. So that's the first thing. Get people to click. And it comes down to the thumbnail, the title, and the topic. The next thing that you want to do is you want to create a video that keeps people watching. So the next way that YouTube will promote you out, and it is more than just a search platform, it's a discovery platform. Because if you create a video that gets people to watch all the way through, or a a good majority, it's called watch time or average view duration, then YouTube will do the job for you. They'll promote you out. They'll suggest you in the sidebar after videos end, they'll suggest you... They'll put you on the homepage to people that they feel are, are interested in your industry. Um, and so that's, that's the next thing. Create a video that, um, keeps people watching. During that video, when people are watching, what are they doing? Are they hitting subscribe? Are they clicking on your channel and going and binge watching all of your, all of your videos? If they are, then that's going to tell, uh, the YouTube algorithm that, hey, this guy's, this is a valuable video for this specific, uh, topic. And we want to rank it for a search term. We want to promote it to anybody that's ever watched a video similar to this. And that's kind of the key to to winning on YouTube. And, you know, the last thing I'll mention, probably the hardest part and the thing that people mess up the most on is just the consistency. So you want to have an upload schedule once a week is kind of the minimum. Um, And the video length, you know, normally you want your videos to be around 10 minutes long. So Um, YouTube is not like a short form type video, although they do have what are called YouTube shorts now, which is a whole nother topic, but you know, you're looking at about a 10 minute video. So just to kind of close out the thought, you know, it's real easy to, to, to script your videos. If you do it in a simple way, you want to start your video with a hook. You want to start, um, then you want to cover, you know, maybe three bullet points and each one of those three bullet points should have maybe three bullet points underneath it. Right? So you have three topics with three little things underneath it. And now you have a, a, a full length video with a whole bunch of content that you can actually repurpose and post on other social media platforms, meaning you can take that long form, cut it up and post it all over. So, hey, there, that's Super what that's, there's some info for you there. <laughs>
1: Super helpful. I'm chatting with Augie Johnson, um, who has been uh, demystifying um, and showing how there's really a very low barrier to entry and starting your YouTube channel, providing really valuable content, whatever industry you might be in. And uh, that leads us right during our final minute of this uh, conversation to VidShops, which uh, is basically helping anybody to do the hard work of editing the videos. You don't need to be an expert like Augie is. Um, Why should our listeners check out VidShops and how do we get in touch with you, Augie?
4: Yeah. So like I said, I mean, kind of the biggest opportunity in 2021, 2022 is online video. So if you're not creating it, then I recommend you start creating it and, um, you know the thing that holds that messes people up a lot of times is they spend all their time making the video and then when it comes time to edit it they just they fall apart so we've we've taken that burden off people's shoulders so you can check out vidchops.com if you'd like to learn a little bit more um and you can follow us on any of our socials we're at vidchops on instagram twitter and all over the web
1: well i can't wait to check out vidchops certainly uh makes things that much easier for our listeners to uh to get started on their youtube channels and uh, start producing Amazing, amazing content. So, Augie Johnson, thank you so much for sharing your expertise, talking about uh, uh, vlogging and YouTubing. And uh, I can't wait to check out VidChops and encourage all of our listeners to do the same. That's a wrap for us here on the show, all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. You go to my website, Um, We'll be back next Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on AM 560. The answer. Until then, have a great week ahead and, um, and get in touch with me at any time, shalomkline.com. To success, let's get down to business.